This is the Adult Explore the Bible Weekly Leader Training Podcast. This podcast is designed to help teachers prepare to lead a Bible study group using LifeWay's Explore the Bible Adult Resources. Each week, we review the Bible passage for that week's study, examine some questions teachers may face, and give some teaching tips along the way. Today, we will be introducing Jeremiah and Lamentations, the books that we will be studying this summer. I'm Amber Vaden, your host, and today I'm joined by Dwayne McCrary. Dwayne is a familiar voice. As the Explore the Bible team leader, he hosted this podcast for many years until this quarter. He's now the manager over all of LifeWay's ongoing curriculum for adults, which includes the Gospel Project, Bible Studies for Life, Explore the Bible, and others. Welcome, Dwayne. Thank you for joining me today. Thanks for letting me be back here. It feels kind of like you know, walking back home, it's kind of nice to be here. We're glad to have you and always enjoy um, talking with you about scripture. And so thank you. Well, we have just some questions that help us to get a good overview of both Jeremiah and Lamentations as we begin this quarter of study. First of all, what do we need to know about Jeremiah and the people to whom he was writing? Well, first of all, Jeremiah lived in the latter half of the 7th century and the first half of the 6th century B.C. We're told in Jeremiah 1.1 that the Lord called him to be a prophet in the 13th year of the reign of Josiah, which if we do the math, that puts that at 626 B.C. That makes Jeremiah a contemporary of Habakkuk and possibly Obadiah. So he would have started at 626, and he would last to sometime after 586 B.C., which is the time of the destruction of Jerusalem by the Babylonians. Jeremiah delivered the Lord's message for more than 40 years. If we look at a timeline, he prophesied during the reigns of Josiah, Jehoahaz II, Jehoiakim, Jehoiakim, and Zedekiah. Like Habakkuk. God sent Jeremiah to speak to his people in Judah, which is the southern kingdom. They were facing the threat of Babylon, but were an often hostile audience, not wanting to hear any warnings or messages about their disobedience being the reason God had placed them in this position. So Jeremiah authored the book that bears his name, and his friend Baruch was the scribe. For Lamentations, there's no writer mentioned, but Jeremiah has long been identified as the person used by God to author this book. The writer was clearly an eyewitness to the destruction of Jerusalem, which took place in 587-586 B.C. Jeremiah was known also to have composed dirges and laments, and we know that from 2 Chronicles 53-25. All these factors, plus the similarities of his style and vocabulary between Lamentations and the book of Jeremiah, strongly indicate that Jeremiah was the author of both works. That's helpful. That's a really good, uh, concise glimpse at both of these books. That's, that's helpful. Thank you. You bet. So how would you summarize the book of Jeremiah and its message? And you gave a really good introduction already laying the groundwork for this question, but what more should we know? Well, right off the bat, We're told in chapter 1, verse 10, that Jeremiah was a prophet over the nations and kingdoms to uproot and tear down, to destroy and demolish, to build and plant. So you've got six verbs there in the call. Four relate to judgment, 
to, to renewal or restoration. And these verbs define what we find in Jeremiah's messages. God's call on Jeremiah's life contained both a destructive and constructive element. Jeremiah was to declare the wickedness of God's people and warn of God's judgment if they did not repent. Yet he also announced restoration in the future when God would rebuild his people, beginning by giving them new hearts. Uh, this book is a collection of his prophetic messages showing that God was not unjust to punish, or I would like to think of the word discipline here, his people while they were in Babylonian exile. Instead, Judah suffered its due discipline for its sins of turning away and seeking other gods. But Jeremiah also clearly announced that Israel's story did not end with the defeat of Jerusalem. God's people would be restored, and that would be culminated in God's work of bringing about a new covenant, which Jeremiah talks about in chapter 31, verses 31 through 34. Now let's think about Lamentations for a minute. That's about Jeremiah. Lamentations was most likely written after the destruction of Jerusalem, which I've already said was in 586. It's a poetic lament over that destruction. And there are five independent poems, which is why you have five chapters. These poems express both individual and community lament regarding Jerusalem's defeat. And when we read them, we feel Jeremiah's profound grief. While the discipline had been earned for years of sin and idolatry, he still demonstrated the pain of what happened at this point. In his lament, Jeremiah calls upon God to end his discipline of Judah and instead direct his wrath towards Judah's enemies who had brought about the destruction and exile. He also asked God to remember and restore Judah. That's helpful. That is a really good um, way to look at both of these and to get an understanding of how they connect to each other. It's helpful to see Jeremiah and then how it goes right into Lamentations because we don't want to miss we don't want to miss Lamentations. Yeah, and one, one key thing there too, Amber, is remembering that, you know, we think of the term judgment. Mm -hmm. But like I said, I think the idea of discipline is a better term here because judgment, sometimes we think of as there's no end to it, but discipline, there's a purpose in it. Yes. And the purpose here is to bring these folks back to him. So it's important for us to keep that in mind when we're reading both of these books. That is a... That's an important distinction um, as leaders for us to know. And as we as we spend time in this book and to kind of understand this, this was discipline born out of God's heart for his people. So that's helpful to see. What major themes or teachings do we find in the book of Jeremiah? Well, I'm going to point to three here. Here's the three. Results of sin, prayer, and new covenant. So let me talk about those. First of all, the idea of the results of sin, which you've already mentioned, I've already mentioned. Yeah. Uh, the people of Israel had systematically moved away from God. And rather than giving their hearts fully to God, they gave themselves over to idols and false rituals of their pagan neighbors. In, in effect, they were trying to live in both worlds. In his faithfulness, God couldn't allow his people to continue to sin. So he disciplined them to bring their hearts back to him. So we see the result of sin, how that impacts God, and how God's discipline is an effort to move us back away from sin and back to him. The second thing I mentioned was prayer. 
Some of Jeremiah's prayers are also included in this book, and they give us the privilege of overhearing his conversations with God. It reminds us that while we may not always understand God's ways, we can find peace and assurance as we honestly share our hearts with him in prayer. That third element, third idea is new covenant. For centuries, God's people had lived under the covenant God established with his people through Moses on Mount Sinai. Uh, the covenant was based on the law and it required sacrifices and priestly offerings to ensure a right relationship with God. But Jeremiah talks about a new covenant that would be based on God's grace and mercy. Stubborn hearts of stone will be replaced with obedient hearts of flesh as the promised one, the Messiah, would come and make all things new. What's more, this new covenant would be available to all who would be willing to come to God, whether Jew or Gentile. And as a Gentile, that's good news for me. <laughs> it is good news. It is. Uh, what major themes or teachings do we find in Lamentations? Uh, in Lamentations, there's really two, grief and hope, and they work together. They do. The primary theme of grief here uh, is concerning a disaster. Uh, Jeremiah recalled the horrors of Judah's destruction. When reading this book, we need to note the difference between admitting a sin and grieving over sin. We can admit an action and yet not be sorry or repentant for that action, never changing. Grief should be an important element in our lives as we reflect on our sin, and we should be brokenhearted over it. The second thing, though, is hope. This contrast, that defeat uh, that was felt and that grief that was felt, um, and it's contrasting because of the hope that we find in God's faithfulness. Jeremiah called his readers to trust the Lord. Uh, he also highlights God's deep love. And we see this in chapter 3, uh, verses 22 to 23 says, Because of the Lord's faithful love, we do not perish. For his mercies never end. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. And we need to note that was written after the destruction of Jer Jerusalem while the people of Israel were still in exile. So that's an important thing for us to keep in mind as we read Lamentations. It's one thing to be grieved. It's another thing to be grieved with hope that God will be faithful to his promises. That's an important distinction. I, in reading Lamentations, it almost feels a little bit like the book of Psalms to me because it's so personal in nature. It's, you know, at some points and so reflective on the Lord. Uh, how should we approach our study of these books? Because they could be books that many in our groups have not studied all that much. Um, and they may seem a little less easy to grasp and understand. So how should we approach our study of these books? Well, like you said, both of these books, they do offer an inspection of God's character. We see God as holy and just. We see his judgment, his discipline upon those who sin and turn away from him. At the same time, we see his mercy and his grace. Uh, we can be assured that our repentance honors him and he accepts us. Uh, in Lamentations, we see God being approachable during times of sorrow, even sorrow over our own sin. God stands ready to offer us comfort and encouragement. Even when we don't understand his ways, we can trust him. In fact, that's when we ought to trust him to a greater degree 
because he knows us better than we know ourselves, which means we must trust him because we can't trust ourselves. And we need to understand that. So those things are how uh, the things I'm going to think about when I'm looking at both Jeremiah and Lamentations. Well, this has been so helpful today. Thank you. This wraps up our introduction to the books of Jeremiah and Lamentations. Thank you, Dwayne, for being a part of this conversation. We appreciate it. Thank you for letting me be here. I appreciate it as well. Yeah, it's good to have you back. Uh, You should know that we're praying for your groups as you begin this quarter of study. Join us for our next podcast when we'll discuss session one, Jeremiah chapter one, verses four through 19.